everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Partnerships in SaaS. I'm your host, Barrett King. And with me today is a special guest, a longtime friend of mine, Shana Staggerwell over at Modern Driven Media. She's the CEO and founder and actually used to be a partner of mine when I was managing partners here at HubSpot. Shana, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. It's exciting because, you know, we have history. We've you know, worked together for a long time and sort of been in the trenches. I'm pretty fired up to get your perspective on partnerships outside of HubSpot, certainly, but just in general, how you think about that. So that's my first question. I love to ask everybody, what does partnerships mean to you? So partnerships to me are basically teams that have the same aligned goals that you want to work with. So it's funny, you know, I couldn't have thought of a better person to do the partnership podcast because I look at you as ideal partner. You know, when I'm working with Barrett over at HubSpot, we've done so many great things today, but it was because we had that aligned vision and we liked working together. I feel like a lot of people forget the element of enjoying working with the the teams that you're working with. It's a good call out because I think the thing that, that stands out most to me you, certainly in our time working together and, and what I've heard from a lot of folks on the show and off the show, certainly just in my network, is the idea that, and I've said this before, but the human to human nature, instead of B2B or B2C, it's human to human in terms of mm -hmm. partnership. But that second piece you're talking about, the dynamic that you establish, how you work with those folks is, is so integral, obviously, to, you said uh, specifically the alignment of kind of goals and, and mm -hmm. mission and the way that we're mm -hmm. going to market together. So when you've worked with uh, you know other folks, certainly besides me, you can talk about me all you want, but other people <laughs> as well. Are there are there certain things like call it if you will table stakes or um, mm -hmm. you know, almost like a framework that you use when you establish that dynamic in terms of setting expectations around collective goals around you know working cadence? Is there something that you've used in the past or using now with folks that you partner with to really frame out and guardrail the the um, cadence? Like I said, obviously in this sort of general go to market that you use together. I think there is, but I think it's evolved over time. So if we're looking at partnerships and you know, I look at partnerships, not only partnerships like the partnership that Modern Driven Media has with HubSpot and our, some of our other tech providers and different things along those lines, but we also refer to our clients as partners because at the end of the day, we both need to share an aligned goal there in order to be successful together. So I think there's an element of gut feeling and whether people agree with that or not, there is that element of gut feeling where you feel like you can trust what a team is saying, what a person's saying to be able to move along the lines. But there also has to be clear expectations, right? Because if people are coming into a partnership with very, you know, different expectations, there's no way that both teams are going to find it valuable. And that's going to only cause friction the further you get into the relationship. And when something can be identified at the front, you're going to be able to accelerate to achieve those goals much faster. Whereas if they're not defined early on in the process, then there is friction, there's confusion. And then oftentimes people just give up and then there's you know, bad taste left in your mouth. And that's the last thing that you want, because ultimately, if you're even talking about a partnership with someone, there's some type of excitement there. And there's some type of, um, you know, just necessary want to work with people. And, and, you know, it, it has to start with like the clarity of expectations. Yeah, the clarity is a good call out. So are you then like, what I'm thinking about immediately is if I'm, you know, if I'm sitting here, listening to you talk about that, I'm thinking to myself, well, what do I use to to gain that clarity? Like, is it 
Are you running QBRs? Are you thinking about... Because obviously, I know you partner with a bunch of different tech companies. And you mentioned, obviously, the way you work with your customers, the, the clients themselves as partnerships as well. It's about mutual alignment in terms of the output. It's about... Um, I love this expression, aligning your vectors. I've heard that quite a bit mm -hmm. in tech. So this idea of bringing all these different things in terms of priority and, and goals and product and whatnot together, are you using some sort of a framework as far as a check-in cadence or uh, like a, a dual KPI metric, something like that, that's helping you to, to stay you know, moving in the same direction? Yes, I think you have to. So if you have, there has to be that ongoing cadence because businesses are fluid. Things change. I mean, look at the past three years, right? Yeah, it's a great call we, out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, nobody was expecting what it is. Even looking in the future, like whatever anybody's thoughts are on recession, how the economy is going to be played out, there is a lot of uncertainty. And whether it's something as extreme as COVID economy or just the fluidity in your business, people coming and going, team shifting, priorities shifting. Um, there has to be KPIs and there has to be that clear communication path um, with established people to communicate with. That is also another really key thing because once you're hopping around from person to person, you don't feel like you are acknowledged, right? So There's no consistency. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So whether we're looking at our partners as our clients, you know, they have specific people that they've come to build a relationship and trust. And if that changes every single week, they don't feel like they're getting what they put into it. Same thing when we look at, you know, our partnerships. Perfect example, Barrett, how long did we work together, right? If I, I don't think we would have the reason our partnership was so good and the reason we still have a strong partnership with HubSpot is because we have very clearly defined people that we can turn to. That's not to say, you know, all different people on the HubSpot team don't lend a helping hand. I mean, look at the support team. We talk to different people all throughout the week um, for various needs, but we have key contact people that we have a specific cadence to check in with that helps us to realign our goals if we ever start to sway from them and just make sure that, you know, we still have a firm understanding of what we both want to get out of it because it needs to be mutual in that sense. Yeah, it's a great call out. So I'm hearing first and foremost, Cadence, set it up and be consistent about it. The second thing obviously is, is POC. You've got somebody you can trust, mm -hmm. rely on, expect, and that that consistency lends well for not just delivery in terms of value, but it sounds like consistency as far as the outputs that you're expecting. And then, and it kind of feeds into the last thing that I'm hearing, which is the idea of, of collective KPIs, collective goals mm -hmm. and, and alignment in terms of what we're doing so that the meeting you have, the conversation, the checkpoint, et cetera, are not meant to just be a box check exercise so much as moving Absolutely. the ball forward. Mm -hmm. I even think back to one of our first hangouts. I think you came to the office for this and we had booked one of those training rooms, the big training rooms that HubSpot has, which is just like for those of you listening, if you can picture a you know roughly 20 by 30 foot room where all of the walls are whiteboards. I think we were in there for like two days. <laughs> I was days. just about to say whiteboards everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I think, I mean, what the exercise that we ran that day and we were both new to it, trying to figure it out ourselves, but... It was establishing, you know, what you described in terms of certainly trust, but I think the KPIs that we were going to both work towards, it was mm -hmm. growing the team. It was thinking about revenue and headcount, obviously efficiency and, and the output. It was your margin. It was the way that you would grow the business. But the next layer of that was a plan. And so what mm -hmm. I'm hearing you say is, you know, you can spend time with people consistently. You can trust that person. But at the end of the day, the reason this works is because you plan the way mm -hmm. that your partnership will grow with you know, six month, year, three, five year, et cetera, goals that mm -hmm. you then revisit. I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about consistently checking in throughout that fluidity you described in terms of the market, the business, et cetera. 
Absolutely. And I think the cadence is going to change with every partnership, right? Because sure. every yeah. partnership is going to be different. So whether that's something like a weekly check-in that you're doing with partners that you're actively working with on a day-to-day basis, if it's a monthly check-in, a quarterly check-in, whatever that looks like, it's so important for both teams to understand what they're looking to get out of it. Because again, if it doesn't align anymore, that partnership, partnerships come and go, but I think the best partnerships are the ones that are willing to evolve together. Oh, that's such a good call out. Partnerships come and go, but the best are the ones that are willing to evolve together. That's like a, like a LinkedIn header, or like an email mm-hmm. campaign right there. That was good. I like well, that. Think about it. I mean, you can even look at that in like friends in your life, relationships in your life. You know, you can always wish people well, but when your paths don't align anymore, it's okay if it you know doesn't continue on. I think that's a maturity on both teams' fronts. And again, like going back to that idea of friction, the more you can decrease friction, then the the better it's going to be for you know both entities at that point. But um, but yeah, I, I think that's really the most important thing. It continue to move along in a way that it's going to become a great partnership and stay a great partnership. And if it's not, that's okay. Just move beyond it. Yeah. So honesty, observation, being mm-hmm. clear around expectation, because that's going to allow mm-hmm. you to say, it feels like we're misaligned and, and either reset sure. to your point or mm-hmm. move on if it's not a mm-hmm. good fit. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, I, the other thing you talk about, I asked everybody obviously, but your go to market mm-hmm. superpower and your response was really telling. You talked about taking the guesswork out of growth, thinking through process optimization and marketing sales service, obviously, as a part of what MDM does. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about this idea of taking the guesswork out of growth from a partnership mm-hmm. lens. So, you know, obviously, we've all spent a little bit of time here about uh, talking about HubSpot, but mm-hmm. you've got other partnerships as well. When you think about growth, if we look back, you know, five, seven years ago, when you were just joining the business, kicking mm-hmm. things off, starting to really you know, go from, I'm going to say zero, it's not. It's like, you know, the half step that you begin with to, sure. to where you are now. Some of that process, I think for folks that are thinking about sort of listening to their own partners, right? Because what I'm picturing for this next piece here, I want to I want to talk about is, you know, I'm maybe I'm a, a partner leader, partner manager, whatever my role is. And I'm I've had other guests talk about like seeing it through their lens, listening to what your partners are saying. And now I have the benefit of listening to you, somebody who has partnered with other organizations. So it's kind of mm-hmm. a perfect storm in that sense. Sure. What are some of the things that you have done? or did, I should say, early on as you established that kind of roadmap for growth. And and what I specifically mean is you talked about taking the guesswork out of growth. I know you mean for your Mm -hmm. customers, but for yourself, as you think about growing MDM in the organization, how much has partnerships played a significant role in helping you to, you know, I'm going to make assumptions, but accelerate growth or make growth more efficient, you know, Mm -hmm. deliver better value to your customers, some of those levers that you figured out. So how much is partnerships a kind of cornerstone of what you're doing? I mean, I think it's the key to where all of our growth came from. We look at, I mean, starting up an organization, starting up, you know, an agency in, in my instance, there was a lot that I didn't know, right? So if I wasn't willing to make those partnerships, whether it was in the technology that we're using, like what we're doing with HubSpot, whether it was in the, you know, coaching that I have personally and the partnerships I have along that front. There's so many different things that if you're not willing to reach out, you can't be great at everything. Your team can't be great at everything. So understand where your weaknesses are, where some of your um, blind spots are and align with people that are the best at that. Because if you can do that, that's when you become better for yourself, better for your team, better for your clients, um, and ultimately better for the industry. So 
it's a lot of, you know, you know, we talked about expectations, right? There's a lot of clarity that needs to be had to understand where those weaknesses are and then align yourself with with other organizations or other people that you trust that you feel do it very well. Um, so, you know, it comes back to even doing this podcast right now where, you know, we're talking about um, partnerships. And if people are looking at how to expand out their partnerships, they're going to be able to look at you and look at the people on the the guests on the podcast to say, oh, wow, I hear what they're saying. This is a challenging point that I have. Maybe this is a direction that I want to go to. Um, so it's identifying those weaknesses, understanding where your blind spots are, and then aligning yourself with the appropriate people. Then that's when you really start to get into the discovery because you might think someone might be great. Um, but until you set those clear expectations, you're really not going to be able to start a strong partnership um, and move forward to get to where you need to go. And if you don't know where you want to go, then, you know, the partnerships are never going to be able to bring it to fruition for you. 